Let's talk about Uber and Lyft here on what I'm about podcasting. I like to think I'm a pretty good Uber expert. I have a 4.93 rating on Uber right now. I've driven for them for three and a half years, and I have over 2,000 rides to my claim. And I can tell you a lot what's going on when it comes to the market and how we're seeing the prices, the rides, and all that's going on when it comes to the Uber experience from the passenger and the rider's point of view. New York Magazine's Curbed column, they wrote about Uber rides costing a fortune suddenly. This is from Alyssa Walker. Alyssa writes that ride-hailing prices are up by 50% or more over pre-pandemic rates. The shocking incongruity of Uber's pricing in particular went viral when Sonny Madra, vice president of Ford's Accelerator Program, posted screenshots of a Wednesday morning ride from Midtown Manhattan to JFK Airport that cost $248.90. Wow, that is crazy. About as much as his flight to San Francisco. But why now? A sudden boom of vaccinated riders ready to hit the town? A shortage of drivers? Startup subsidized transportation companies finally facing the financial facts? Well, first of all, why are you taking Uber to go ahead and get to the airport? If you're in a big city... And you need to get to the airport, especially like within, say, like in New York or Chicago, big city, L.A., you know, you can go and try to take the Ubers. But I'll tell you what, I would take the gypsy cabbies over Uber in a big, big city like that any time. In some cases, now Miami, not so much because Uber's really good when it gets to going around. But when you're doing like those little tight city blocks like that, you want a gypsy cab that knows how to get around town and really knows a way to work around to get you somewhere. Let me tell you. The couple of times I, Dad, I got to go work in business in New York City, and because my bosses would kind of procrastinate at the last minute to get me done with my duties so I can get on the road and go catch my flight, I can't tell you how many times where I'm in New York City, I'm at the Midtown Manhattan at the Hilton there at 54th and Six, and getting the and getting the cab and I say, okay, it's what 4:45. And I have an hour to catch my flight. Well, I have, yeah, the flight, I have to get boarded in like 90 minutes. And this guy is able to get me to JFK Airport. I don't know how he does it. In 5 o'clock traffic, he can get me there in 50 minutes. That was amazing how he did it. And the level of like crossroads and side trees he took to get me there was incredible. And really, the level of expertise, this guy having to hit horns, cut corners, cut around lights, this guy was amazing. And he got a good tip from me because I'll tell you, that's just an experience in itself. What a wild ride. It's like a roller coaster in itself. And I'll tell you, doing the rides myself, I always pride myself on making sure that I will take certain corners to go ahead and get somebody to where they need to go in a much faster way. So I will find ways. It's just the problem is in Florida, some people will just go ahead and have me take a ride and they'll say, no, 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 take take the interstate. So take a longer way to get there just because you need to get there fast, 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 fast. Okay. Well, that's on you to go and spend more money, but okay. And then for those that if you need to take a ride to the airport, you know, if you want to take an Uber, you want to make sure you're taking the Uber or Lyft with time. If you expect an Uber or Lyft driver to get you there like this one guy I had to take where he was in Boca Raton and roughly had about an hour and a half to get onto an international flight. So we already know that TSA already tells you, you need to get to customs and, and get through to customs and get through security and be at your flight two hours early. 
this guy was going to make it with like no time left because he had some issue with another Uber driver that did not show up or had to cancel on him. And so this guy now expects me to take him from Boca Raton out on the coast to Miami Airport, which is at least an hour and 10 minute drive in rush hour traffic, by the way, on the middle of the weekday. Get him there and get him to his flight, which is an hour and a half. Okay, this guy is out of his mind. I should have never taken the drive, but nevertheless, okay, I'll take him. I got him there in like an hour and 20 minutes. And the worst part was that the airport, I had to go and deal with traffic getting up to Miami airport because right when I got to the express line on the interstate and I get off of there and I take the overpass to get over to the airport, it's blocked up. And so I have to find another way around on the, on the side streets to get him over to the airport. So I can't go the normal route to the off-ramp direct to the airport because it's backed up. So I thought I'll find another way around. Again, I got him there, hour, 20 minutes, and he's all up and huffing and puffing. Didn't get a tip. You know, and I would make sure never to go and take that rider again, but do that as a courtesy to your rider, to your uh, riders, if you would, please. If you're going to need, if you need to get there in a rush, then go spend the money on the taxi because the taxis will get you there and they'll find ones, they'll find some way to make magic. They just do. That's just the way it is, especially in New York City. So I would tell Sonny, why did you go ahead and take the Uber? Go take a gypsy cab. Oh, just because you don't like the way the cars smell or the, uh, how they are? No, nah, I don't give a shit. Take them. They're going to get you where you need to go. Harry Campbell, who reports on the industry as the rideshare guy, says, quote, people have been cooped up and taking their first ride in a year or year and a half. And there are many more people wanting to wait to get out there. Well, it's funny. This is not happening in Florida. I've been out there in the, on the road since May. Well, actually, May, June, July, I did Uber Eats orders. And then August, I took passengers again. And I'll tell you, it's just been nonstop since, I mean, since January. Oh, we had loads of tourists down here. We were open, man, just like it was normal. So right now, they're saying it's the perfect storm. It's extremely high demand, extremely low supply. Makes it seem like reliability is at an all-time low. But remember... There's probably a lot of taxis that are not on the road either. So now Uber and Lyft are being relied upon and the, the gig workers and the amount of people that are out there, it's low. Plus, there's the whole thought process of these big cities where they feel like they need to be put as employees. But this has always been a gig work. It's a gig economy. It's supplemental income. Now, if you want to make it full time, you can, but you're going to have to really work to make the money that you need. And really right now, it is a great time to do it. So the labor shortage is not unique to ride-hailing. The situation is dire right now at Uber and Lyft. Morale among its gig workers are low. And Campbell says he talks to drivers who say they are not benefiting from the higher price prices that passengers are being charged. Well, no, I'm getting part of the surge rates. I'm seeing it. If you look in the actual documentation, you'll see that there's something you're getting off of that. Off the surge prices, you are getting a little piece of that. Last week, Uber CEO... Dara Kos Roshahi said the company would be proposing new incentives to draw drivers back to the app. Lyft CEO John Simmer, much easier name, said the company was considering driver incentives. And the apps recruit or retain more drivers. Camel thinks the high prices will likely last two to three months. Well, we've been hearing about it. And at the moment, if you want to be an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, you're going to make some decent money. Right now, because of the bonuses that are allowed, like today I went out and I'll just say that I drove for about five, six hours today. And let's just say that if I didn't get the bonus from the quest that came across for Uber today, 
probably would have made about $16 an hour. But because I got the bonus, my cost, my hourly run on the road was $29 an hour. So I actually did pretty good today. But it's not going to seem like that forever. It will slow down eventually. Also, like I said, two-thirds fewer cabs on New York City streets, 3500 per day compared to 10500 before the pandemic, and not clear if any of those taxis or all those taxis are going to return. Now, there are other things that are out there to go ahead and get services, and you could also try to go through that to kind of get the prices down. But they're only talking about New York City, and I can imagine that's a nightmare. But what's funny is that you also have a lot of people that are going and flying away because there's still some restrictions there in New York City or New York itself that are still an issue. I don't know. But then again, you also probably have people that if it's too much to go and deal with trying to get around and using ride hailing that you couldn't get you couldn't get yourself back out of the public transportation because it's probably not as busy or you could possibly drive. I kid you not. It's not the greatest idea, but then again, New York is expensive as hell. I wouldn't even know how you handle working your way around there, but I wouldn't probably want to drive. And if I need to go and take taxes, I would try to avoid that as long as I could. Unless I had to take some real trips. It's just, I don't know how, you, how people do it. It's really, honestly, something else. Well, anyway, we'll leave it there. So keep that in mind for the Uber and Lyft drivers. New York City is just a completely different thing. And for the story to just to go and talk about the fact that, well, it's New York Magazine, so they're going to only talk about New York. So it doesn't represent the rest of everywhere else that Uber and Lyft drives. So Florida, I can't say it's the same. I don't know. I'm looking about taking a trip to Orlando on July 4th weekend. And so I might go ahead and do a little driving up there. I'll let you know how it works out. Anyway, I'll leave it there and I'll talk to you next time.